So our guest today, right now, is uh, fun. I mean, really fun. Open, engaging, interesting, and really tall. Welcome to the Radio Rally on the Clubhouse app. Of course, what you're about to hear will be focused on lifting you up, giving you good advice, hearing stories from an amazing radio pro, and uncovering the path forward in radio right now. Many local broadcasters today discover that they need more programming services, and we help them find out that they are actually affordable. My name is Lloyd Ford with Rainmaker Pathway Consulting Works. We help local broadcasters make more money by being a programming partner who can fully develop the right position for any local brand or brands, coach local morning shows and other talents, design and execute station architecture, provide weekly music updates, and even produce your daily music logs, provide excellent voice tracker sales and promotional ideas that move the revenue needle, and a lot more. We are confidential and market exclusive for radio. If you've got a problem that gets in the way of your revenue, Reach out anytime, F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. How can we help you? Today's live event will be a podcast called The Encouragers, the Radio Rally Podcast, and will become available soon, soon after the end of this event on Clubhouse itself, wherever you get your podcast. Our thanks to Joe Kelly for producing our podcast events and JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing them. Meet our guest on the Clubhouse app. You know this if you've been here. And of course, you can subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a thing ever. Our podcast is The Encouragers, the radio rally podcast available on Apple, Audible, Spotify, and almost anywhere you get your podcast. So what is about to happen on this live event? We are going to talk to Corey Fitz, and he is the chief imagination officer and host of CT40. I do want to share two quick things with you first. Number one, next week on Monday on the radio rally, you are in for something really interesting. I promise you this, this lady is is amazing. Uh, she wears her emotion on her sleeve. She has really amazing gifts, and she's going to share those with us. Her name is Robin James. She's the program director of WZBB in Bassett, Virginia. We're going to catch up with her and see what she has been doing and what she's doing today. By the way, also, uh, the second thing is, if you know a great sales manager, a, a great local seller, even a local market manager, please tell them about our quarterly radio sales exclusive event available on the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast on Apple, Spotify, Audible, almost anywhere you get your podcast. Here's why. We already have shared our Q1 and Q2 exclusive sales events that they can pick up right now and, and check them out. It's this whole event is about blowing up your revenue. How can we help local sellers? How can we help local sales management create more sales for themselves in the current quarter? Of course, the, the Q3 event will be scheduled. It is right now for July 7th, and we'll be joined by uh, Alec Drake on that date. He is with Drake Media Group in Dallas, Texas, and Odyssey's uh uh, Senior VP, Market Manager in St. Louis, Becky Domian. And of course, these events are designed to create more opportunities for you and boost your own 
revenue. This is for you, not for us, it's for you. Find out more by listening to our Q1 and Q2 events already available in our archive in our podcast. We do have guests every single week on the Radio Rally. You can see our full guest calendar that's scheduled all the way through uh, July right now in the free blog section at RainmakerPathway.com. That's also where you're going to find free encouragement for on-air and promotion with our more than live and local guest series, and even more encouragement for local radio sellers with our encouraging sales success series, as well as free resources for anyone in radio today. We do not lock away anything on our site the way some consultants do. We do that because we believe in this theory of abundance. Ask me about it sometime. I'll be glad to share it with you. So go to RainmakerPathway.com anytime, 24-7 see what you can get for free from our team. Please do follow the people on the stage and at this event, look around to see who you can connect with. Of course, we do encourage you to uh, definitely connect with folks and do some networking uh, regularly in our industry. Today's guest, we're very fortunate to have, uh, I guess you would call this a, a long, tall Texan. He's known for being an inventive morning show talent, and more recently as the host of CT40. Now, Corey Fitz is Fitz in the morning. And listen, uh, uh, let's see where the story started, what happened until now, and of course, where things are going. Corey, please welcome to the Encouragers in the Radio Rally. How are you, sir? I am so good. Thank you for that intro. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, you just got me excited with, uh, you know, all the talk about, you know what, where radio, uh, where radio can go and, and where it is going and, and how, uh, my God, the possibilities are endless. So, so thanks for having me. Well, listen, we're really excited to have you, especially because, my God, look at what you are doing. It's, it's going to be exciting for us to hear that story of how that turn developed for you. But look, let's start here. You're a Texan. Do you have a big family there? Oh my God! Uh, I, I, yeah, big is is that's an understatement. I have a I have a massive family there. My mom and dad are, are still right there in, in North Texas, itty bitty town called Bowie, Texas. Uh, um, all of my uh, one of my brothers lives in that little town. Um, my other brother and sister live in Dallas, Fort Worth. So you know the uh, uh, along with you know eight thousand nieces, nephews, you know you name it. So. It, that, that's where Texas. A couple of my my oldest kids are uh, in the Austin area right now. One just came back to my house and uh, arrived with a whole bunch of tattoos, and oh. so he'll be he'll be moving back with me very soon. We're moving back to Texas within twenty days. So oh, wow, yeah, I didn't know that. That's so interesting. You know, uh, which is really interesting based on your job too, because that countdown has come from Texas forever, right? You're absolutely right. You know, Bob Kingsley right there in Weatherford, Texas, uh, Mm -hmm. that's where the country top 40 has originated, you know, for years. And so, you know, Nan Kingsley and I, we've been sort of having some conversations and and, and she knows, you know, where I'm headed and stuff like that. Right. And uh, is actually going to let me use Bob Kingsley Studios where the country top 40 will originate right there from the state of Texas again. You know, where oh. where where it belongs. <laughs> you mean you mean every week it's gonna originate from there? Not not just one time, but many. Right there. Many, many. Oh, wow, I like it. Yeah. All right. Like when I All right. when I say I'm moving my family, I mean we you know, we it's it's just time to go back home. Um and and 
you know, my kids will be going to school right there, um, right there, very close to, to Bob Kingsley's original studios. Well, and it's really interesting. Like a lot of people have learned, you can do that job from here, there, everywhere. It's great that you get to do it in his studio for sure. Listen, let's talk back in the day for a minute. At the beginning of radio for you, what was that first radio experience for you? The, that's an interesting question because, you know, growing up from, from the you know, six or seven years old, I was always you know, uh, whether I was prank calling people or calling radio stations to, to do some sort of bit on the air or, or play a character or, or sing some sort of parody song. You know, I also got radio experiences that way. I remember my mother, um, uh, you know, when she was doing her, her country music singing career, <clears throat> where she actually got regional airplay all over, you know, the area. I remember watching her do radio events. But for me personally, at the age of 16 years old, I, I drove up to a radio station called KNIN in Wichita Falls, Texas, and I pounded on the, the disc jockey's door. The dude let me in the studio. His name is actually Cisco. He's done a lot of work for, my God, uh, uh, Alpha. He's done a lot uh -huh. of work for, for several kinds. Anyway, uh, Cisco let me in to sing the Grease Mega Mix with him live on the air for some reason. Why he let me in that studio then, I, I don't know. But so that was officially, you know, me behind that radio microphone. Oh yeah, and of course, now we know that you would have been game any day for that. Oh, absolutely, you kidding? I mean, I, you know, that, that's what I lived for, sort of any, in high school, you know, I, I begged, you know, my principal to please just let me do a two minute morning show every single morning for our school announcements. And they did it. And so, uh, you know, every single day I got to sort of do my own morning show for my high school just to sort of kick oh. off the day. So that, right. that yeah. And, and so did, did this evolve into I'm going to be on the radio? No question in, about in it. In real time. Did, did, I mean, surely at some point you got that break, right? There, there is no doubt about it. You know, like I, I, I got the performing bug very, very early. But there's no doubt about it that especially, you know, during those high school announcements, you know, it, it was the plan was on. And I was also so very uh, blessed and lucky to have been raised in an area where I got to listen to Kid Craddock during the weekday and Bob Kingsley on the weekend. And that's Amazing. just how it was. That, that, that's just how it was. And so those, those were my uh, off air radio mentors that I got to. I mean, how lucky was I to be able to to listen locally to those, you know, uh, uh, masters of 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 what of storytelling? Well, certainly you know? from a morning show, it's amazing to spend that time listening to and dissecting Kit Craddock. No doubt and, about it. And so and he was Bob Kingsley. There's nobody like Bob Kingsley. And see, that was my Monday through Friday. Kid Craddock in the morning was my Monday. You know, I even called Kid Craddock when he was, you know, doing a night show. On a uh, on the Eagle in Dallas. I mean, right. it's all, all these things were sort of you know uh, were sort of happening, you know. And uh, so a Kid Craddock during the week, and then Bob Kingsley on the weekend, and that my God, the sort of the the quest uh, uh, to entertain and the quest to perform began. And then and then the crazy thing is that I got to compete, you know, ag against each of those so right. unbelievable so people the first radio job that you got uh i was 17 years old 
92.9 KNIN. It was a CHR in Wichita Falls, Texas, a 100,000-watt powerhouse station. And uh, I started out, you know, uh, I told you about that experience singing the Grease Mega Mix about a yeah. year later. I, I, I walk in as I'm, as I'm going to Midwestern State University in Wichita Falls. They give me an internship. They thought I was a little too crazy for Texoma, literally sort of let me out of my internship. And I'll be danged if the station wasn't bought uh, by a guy named Bruce Holberg. And okay. uh, Bruce Holberg and, and the that morning show there got Kid and Tony. They found my tape and they said, who is this kid? And they contacted me literally after being kicked off an internship. And they said, we'd like for you to come back and join our morning show. And that's how it began. Your first job in this business was doing mornings? Yeah, my first official paid job. Yeah. That's super That's right. nice right there. So so listen, back then did you have a did you have a plan? Did you want to do mornings? Did was that your dream? Yes, my my dream was to uh my dream was to perform. My my dream was to you know, be the next Kid Craddock or Bob Kingsley. I mean, you have to understand that yeah. that 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 was that was what was driving me. Uh because I was able to listen to to those unbelievable, you know, storytellers. And and I knew I I not only wanted to be like them, but I wanted to, you know, hopefully compete against them. And 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 yeah. So interesting. Wanted to compete against them. I'm gonna take you in a different direction, but only because you got this coming. You attended Midwestern State University, and if other people are anything like me, they're going to be surprised to learn that your degree is, in fact, not in radio, fun, or mornings. It's political science and government. Please explain yourself. That's right. You know, I still, uh, although, you know, uh, now I absolutely realize my job is to play the hits. And nobody right. wants to hear nobody wants to hear anything, uh, uh, you know, uh, what I believe politically, you know, that, but... Um, I absolutely, like many people, you know, I'm fascinated by politics. And um, when I was 18, I actually ran for city council in my little hometown. How'd you do? And, and uh, yeah, I, I ran for city council and I, I did pretty well. And then shortly after that, I was I was able to do an internship for a guy named Senator Tom Haywood, who was uh, a representative there in North Texas. And so, you know, that was my bug for a while. I, as a kid, my, my, I wanted to be uh, like a senator by the age of 30 years old in the state of Texas. But at the same time, how do you do that in, with, 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 the, with the performer that was screaming in me? You know, my God, you got to you got to get out and do stuff. You know, Fitz, you were a lot of trouble, almost won the mayorship. Right. First job right out of the shoot. You're doing mornings. Well, I, this city is council. interesting. To, <laughs> well, same thing. <laughs> I, basically, you're one of five or one of seven or one of three, whatever it is. So, listen, we're going to discuss some personal things about you because there are several things about you that might be considered unusual. I think people want to know the truth about them. Is it really true? Are you six foot seven inches tall? And and look, while you're answering that question, if it's true, I want to know the positives and the negatives of this because there, there has to be both. Yes, it is. Well, actually, I'm because I think six foot eight is more freak status. I say six seven, but I actually think I'm closer to six eight. Oh, you're trying to you're trying to fit in by saying you're only six seven. That's right. I'm just trying I to like be that. with yeah. I'm just trying to you know with the normal folks that six foot seven range. Um, and yes, there's a lot of uh, uh you know when it comes to flying. I mean, I 
oh. I can't fit in I can't fit in regular seats, obviously. So I I have to have that extra leg room, no matter where I can get it. You know, I mean, first it, my my priority is always the exit row, and Absolutely. I like to tell people, hey, those exit rows are for people who 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 need extra space or for tall people. You right. know, you, you can't be five foot four and sitting in, in, in the exit row. It's, it's just, it's not fair. It's for the tall folks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be unfair to people like Fitz. It's just not right. Yeah, right? there's, uh, what else goes along? Oh yeah, and when it comes to studios, I mean, it, it, people always get mad at me if, if they would come on the air after me because literally they have to jump, right? To, to, to bring the microphone the mic. back down to the ground. Six foot. Oh, wow. There's yeah. so many things to think about unpacking there. Listen, what is a binge creator? Because I've seen that associated with your name a number of times. I want to know what's a binge creator and how does that show up in your life regularly? You know what? Because it's really um, I think that's what really what I'm all about. I uh, and I've always been that way. I am constantly creating things. Uh, whether it be bits for my show, whether it be bits for other, you know, morning shows, whether it be uh, possible ideas and concepts for a podcast or audio companion opportunities, uh, right. I, you know, with, with, with other audio companion services, whether it be, you know, trying to write uh, uh, a treatment, you know, possibly for, for Netflix or something. I'm, I'm constantly creating and, and, that's, you know, even when it comes to the country top 40, you know, I've created, you know, every segment on that show and, and it's been created really for, for a specific reason, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I've actually been told. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, a gentleman once told me, he's, he said, God, you just got too many ideas. Who has I, too many ideas? <laughs> and, and I just wanted to respond like, I think you're in the wrong business. Right. I mean, how do you respond to someone like, ah, that fits. He just, he's just got too many ideas. And yeah. I was, I was shocked. Uh, what that when person I is it. really saying is that they don't know what to do with you. Uh, you are, you are 100% accurate about that one. <laughs> All right. So, you, you yes. know, look, this is, this little set of questions is really our opportunity to get to know you. I've learned that maybe you drive a Bronco. I want to know what color is it new? Is it the older one? What are we dealing with? Awesome question. And you and I are going to be best friends simply because you said that word. It is a 96 Eddie Bauer Bronco, oh. uh, tan leather interior. Uh, 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 it, it's, it's jacked up a little bit, about, about six inches, uh, all-terrain tires it is maroon burgundy sort of color mm -hmm. with 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 the tan top and it is uh uh i just got some led lights put on the front of it um i'm really trying to figure out how to contemporize you know sort of pimp my ride on the inside of it it's harder than, than you think trying to find those places that really sort of modernize you know the inside of a 96 eddie bauer bronco but i do want to make some changes um and it's i bet my you baby. find that in texas Oh, yeah. You can absolutely find that in, in, in Texas. No question about it. And it was the year that I graduated high school, you know, 96. It was the last year they made the Bronco before they you know, brought back the new Bronco. So now, yeah. do you like the new one? Oh, I, I do. I absolutely do. I mean, uh, um, I'm I'm very excited to, to have the opportunity to, to see uh, what it feels like. I don't think uh, I, we just got a big van. So I don't think my wife is going to let me get one right now. 
Oh, yeah, you got to negotiate all those things out. Listen, previous to the countdown, which we certainly are going to talk about in a minute, you were pretty famous for doing your morning show. Tell us how that developed from the beginning. Of course, now we know that your first job ever right out of the shoot was, hey, where's this kid? We need him on the morning show. Before the big markets, before everything, how did you become that guy? You know what, too? Uh... I, I, I woke up every morning and I, 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 I created my day and I tried to take all steps necessary to sort of, you know, achieve that vision that I had in my head. And, and it started right. by obviously right there in Wichita Falls, Texas. Uh, and then uh, I, uh, I figured out what this thing called an air check was. And I sent it to this guy in 93Q country, KKBQ in Houston on the John Jay morning show. You might know him as John Jay and Rich. He's now top 40. But oh, then yeah. he was he was doing country at 93Q. And I sent him this tape. And dude, a couple of days later, Tim Murphy and John Jay called me back. And they're like, Fitz, we want you to join our show in Houston. And so next thing I know, you know, I go from uh, from Wichita Falls to Houston, Texas at 93Q sure. country. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm there. I'm there for a little bit, but uh, I had a great time. My God, what a great station. But Absolutely. I realized I realized very quickly that because um, I was creating a lot of stuff to it there. And, and I, I knew at that point, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just the kind of guy who who is happier probably doing his own show. And so I took a big, big pay cut from Houston country to go do a night show for $21,000 a year at KJ 103 in Oklahoma City, the greatest top 40 station in the country back then, especially. Um, so I went to KJ 103, uh, uh, had, a, had a tremendous year there. I mean, had some just killer shares on my night show. And then at that point, you know, remember I told you about, you know, the, my, my vision of, you know, working with Kid Craddock and all that. Absolutely. Why well, get a call on the hotline at KJ 103 in Oklahoma City, and it's Todd Shannon, the PD of 106.1 KISS FM in Dallas, Texas. And he's like, listen, I want you to send me tonight's show. He goes, we just, he goes we're looking for a night guy. I want, I want to see how you sound. So I recorded that show that night, gave everything I had uh, uh, creatively. You know what I mean? Just through an, I just, you know, I was way, I was just completely just exhausted after that show. And at 2.30 a.m., left Oklahoma City and I drove I-35 southbound to Dallas, Texas, where I slept on the steps at Douglas Avenue of KISS FM, where when I saw Todd Shannon walking up and I was hoping I rec and knew who he was, I had a coffee waiting on him and he walked up to the building and there's this tall, lanky young kid sitting there and I'm like, Mr. Shannon. He's like, yes. And I said, my name's Fitz and here's last night's show. <laughs> Lessons and how to get a job from kids in the morning. He he took that tape and he looked at me. He goes, get the hell up in my office. And I knew at that point, I'm like, I got the gig. Yeah. And then, of course, that was where I got to work with Kid Craddock. And, you know, uh, where I, you know, Kid Craddock was my Monday through Friday. Bob Kingsley was my weekend. And then right after Kiss FM doing nights there, I had the chance to, you know, compete against Kid doing mornings in Dallas. Um. And then uh, after doing mornings in Dallas against Kid, I went to the Wolf in Dallas, 99.5 The Wolf. Yes. Where we were um, negotiating uh, a morning deal. Uh, 
And, and it's amazing about Dallas, Texas, and I think it's very, very unique to that market. You know, I call it, it's really an A-B market because like I said, you know, growing up in my little country, you know, you know, town in, in, in Bowie, Texas, Craddock during the week, Kingsley on the weekend, and that's how it was on the radio, right? You, you'd, you'd boom, 106.1, and you bump it back to 99.5, The Wolf, right? But boom, right. boom. You know, Jay-Z's playing right now. Okay, uh-oh, hey, George Strait's playing on The Wolf. And, and, and that's, I mean, that's how it is in the state of Texas. You know what I mean? I do. Um, and so from there, uh, we're, we were, I was, uh, John Cook brought me to uh, uh, The Wolf in Dallas, and we were working on a morning deal. And, and at that point, a guy named Scott Mahalik, uh -oh. he said, hey, we are launching a wolf in Seattle, Washington, and we would love for you to come and do it. And I, I remember thinking, country in Seattle. I'm like, come on. He goes, come and check it out, see what you think. And so I went up there and just you know chatting with him immediately. I knew it was going to be something special. And I knew that if, if I came up there uh, to the wolf as a morning guy and was able to take down the legendary country station KMPS, I knew that, you know what, boom, you know, that's that's something special. That's going to be a that's going to yeah. be something special. Right. Right. And so, you know, within a year, less than a year, we 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 destroyed KMPS. And I'm proud to say. Yes. <laughs> and um that's sort of where it began. And, and from there, you know, uh, it, you know, because of the Seattle Wolf and I was able to get syndicated in cities like Portland and San Francisco and mm -hmm. um, places like that. And that's well, sort of how that's the morning journey. So, listen, I want to know and I feel like I know this answer. And, and in fact, hearing your story. I don't know how you don't have an ego that's as big as Texas because of the things that happened to you early on, you know, but have you ever been intimidated to go into a market as that new morning guy? Never. God, I loved yeah. it. I, I always, um, I always just loved that. I, I, and going back to the ego thing, I think with me, sometimes I feel sometimes maybe people, you know, uh, mistake ego with with hard work, you know, just because someone is is, is very focused, trying to create ideas and, and you know, just trying to uh, really, you know, make an impact doesn't mean that they have an uh, uh, have an ego. Well, some people uh, do uh, things out of mastery, which when you run across one of those people, that's a big deal. Are you a person of mastery? Do you know what I mean by that? I do. And, and, and if you mean also like maybe even being, uh, uh, you know, I want it, I want it right. Right. I want it. I want it perfect. Uh, yes, it and, might and, be a little and, bit of a control freak. Maybe I absolutely might. Well, not only that, but also not caring what the result is to a certain extent, because they want to, their thing is in mastering the idea of doing it. To give you a weird example for this, uh, Prince, the artist from Minneapolis, everybody knows around the globe, uh, his thing was mastery. That was it. Right. right. He didn't care if they were hits. He didn't care. Any, it, he didn't care about that. He knew. Are you like that guy? I, I'm different in the fact that, by the way, I guess I should have known, by the way, she parked her car sideways that it wouldn't last. Oh, no, I, uh, you know what? I'm not happy without results. Uh, I oh, think I, I really, you know, I, I want uh, the shows to do well. And I think, you know, even uh, many of our, our program directors of our affiliates for the country top 40, you know, I'll, I'll call them, 
in, in many markets and I'll say, hey, how, how was this month? How's it looking? You know, how, that's great. Great news. You know what I mean? I really I really want um, I really want want that win. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. I just really want want it to perform well. Well, listen, it, it seems like you personally have never been afraid to add your visuals and your voice and fun attitude to social media. I know this from following, from watching. I remember seeing you hang off of a big tractor trailer, right? You know what I'm talking about. Was this your idea? Was this Scott Mahalik's idea? Who, yeah, are you, who we and all I think know you're, is special, right? I How did that develop? I think you're talking, you might be talking about too, one of, uh, one of our, our our commercials, right? Maybe when I was I when am. I was at the bull and I was and I was like taking a selfie off of it, and then they had me in the back of a pickup truck, like snapping selfies. It was just absolutely, it was ridiculous. Um, well, but, uh, but isn't in Scott Mahalik's world ridiculous? Is that is the world? <laughs> oh, I, I, absolutely. I it's mean, what I think is missing a lot is that radio has become so invisible versus being in your face you're right and and more than ever uh you know it is so important for us to be more visible now than ever and what i don't understand is why you know um why aren't we because with all the the avenues that we have to get our brand out and our image out mm. and if you just you know if you pay that extra you know four dollars and 99 cents to be able to just boost your post a little bit Mm -hmm. It makes all the difference in the world. And, and I know exactly what you're talking about as far as those, those spontaneous moments where something happens in the market and you're able to just, bam, create something instantly. You know? That's right. And look, you know, I can tell you why that is, homogeny and control. So right. if, you, if, you, if you control something, that means you shut down lanes of visibility because you don't want people doing something that's different. And there's a positive to that. From, like. You know, if you got your PhD, you know what I'm talking about. It's a very positive thing. You know, I, I don't have to worry about something unusual happening in X, Y, or Z market. But there's also the negative, which is that things become sort of like wallflowers. You're absolutely right about that. I mean, you know, we, we need more of those moments where... You know, I was sharing the story the other day. I, you know, I just had a pair of Rascal Flats tickets, and one day on the air, I said, "Hey, everybody, go to this particular Walmart south of Seattle, and dress your cats for flats." And no. you know, I'll and, and then I'll tell you what. You know, twenty five hundred cats later, you know, show up in a parking lot where every news story is is covering everything, or you know, something like we. Uh, God, I remember doing. Uh, a couple got married at Burger King and we called it mm -hmm. the Broy Broyale wedding and, and Burger King corporate got involved. And we had, you know, three news stations out there to watch this couple getting married in a, in a Burger King drive through. But it's, it's that stuff that I absolutely feel is, uh, is missing. And we have so much opportunity with the literal channels that we have that's right. Uh, to broadcast it to everyone. I mean, well, let's talk about your basic attitude towards social media, because I do think that this is something that you believe in, that you're pretty engaging. Yeah, my my attitudes towards social media, I feel are uh, that it's it's everything right now. You know, either you're um, sort of going to blend in right with with the rest of, you know, uh, person, you know, personalities on, on the radio, or you're going to stand out. 
And the ones that stand out, and and I'll be honest, I've gotten I've gotten flack, even some negative comments. Oh God, he's posting again, or Fitz is posting again. Uh, <laughs> and, and 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 I simply say, you don't have a right to say anything unless you're posting. So right. so so to the people that you know are, are are busting it and trying to get their brand out there and are, are are trying to engage you know with their audience and producing their videos and and spending the time, my God, I, I applaud you because that is that's what it's going to take for you to go to the next level when radio goes beyond the next level you know as far as well all all the different avenues where radio itself can go right now and there's a billion places where radio thank can you go. yeah that is i i swear i think we ought to be swinging from the trees yelling that message well just really think do. about it i mean i mean um and, and the word radio, uh, I just don't know why people want to get rid of that word. I mean, for God's <laughs> sakes, Apple's using it. No, Spotify's no, while using everyone it. else is running toward it, we're trying to get rid of it, right? Because because we know what it is. But but the thing is, radio is just finding different tributaries, you know, where people uh, can 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 hear the audio. That That's it. And it's. Uh, I, I'm just so excited about the future because it's it is endless. I mean, look at all the companies right now looking to hire for creative opportunities. Yes, and, I mean and, it's everywhere. You know, I'm not going to do this interview with you and not ask you because you are such a what did what did you call it? Serial creator? What a binge creator? Binge creator. What about you in a podcast? A really inventive podcast. What is coming, brother? Dude, there's a there's a lot coming. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could talk about some of the projects you know we're working on, but you know one of them right now we're having we have, we have a lot of fun. We're doing this thing uh, specifically with the CT40 podcast. It's called Talking Hits. Yeah, and and where I'm literally, you know, just hanging out, talking hits with the artists, uh, finding out about you know perfect example. Uh, in a couple of days, I'll be I'll be posting our, our talking hits of, of Luke Combs, you know, just one of the biggest superstars in the format. And I asked no him, hey, doubt. I said, Luke, you know, the world is crazy right now. And uh, if, if if the meteors start falling or the craziness continues, you know, this crazy COVID-19 stuff, I'm like, what song are you going to play to take you out? You know, you know, if a, if, a, if a meteor is coming with a direct hit toward Luke Combs, you know, what is taking you out? And of course, you're going to have to get the answer on my Facebook page. It's uh, no, you know, this, yeah. is, this is exactly what I mean about you. This is great. <laughs> I love that. So, so if we want the answer to that, we get it on your Facebook page, right? That's right. Two two words. Follow Fitz. That's it. That, that's what I needed to know right there. But, so okay. But 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 let me say this real quick. Regard. You know what the advantage is of that, and and as you know, especially if you post, let's say, you know, on Facebook, it, you know, a lot of times if you don't give it that little boost, it, it's not going to hit you know, all those people that you wanted to hit. Here's the advantage though. Every time uh, we produce, you know, talking hits, whether it's, you know, uh, Jordan Davis, Luke Bryan, Cassie Cassie Ashton, Jason Aldean, Luke Combs, they all retweet it, they heart it, they comment, and they expose your brand to their audience and their followers. That's correct. That is correct. All right. You know, I'm going to talk about this, too, because everybody wants to know this. I think. How did you get that call that came where you're the one selected to do Bob Kingsley's country top 40? What? 
Is this just part of what I will call Fitz luck now that I know about it? You know what? I, I, I'd say all these years, you know, I don't take this the wrong way, but I would never use the word luck with me because I'm, I'm proud to say that oh, I've busted. Hard work. No, You're right. No. You're right. I'm, my I'm proud to say, to say that say I've. All, look, my father used to say all the time, there's no such thing as luck. There's just busting your ass and making it happen. That's it. And it's, it's pounding that pavement every single day. Um, but when it comes to this particular situation, I mean, I, when, um, you know, I knew the Bob was sick, but, yeah. uh, but obviously, you know, they kept a lot of things private as, as, as oh, they yeah. should. And, um, I do know now based off the conversations that, that, you know, I've had with, you know, some of Bob's former, um, one particular employee that, mm -hmm. Before Bob had passed, you know, there were conversations about who was going to, you know, and uh, my way, sure. you know, I call it guarding the gate, who was going to guard Bob's gate. And, um, you know, it, it's when I, when I heard about this particular conversation, it was one of the most incredible and, and joyous moments in my life, knowing that Bob Kingsley would even bring up my name in a conversation. So you were the name from Bob. I'm no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that what okay. I'm saying is no, no, that's a great question. What I'm saying is, is that, yeah, there was a conversation about right. about me, about who was who should play the hits. Right. If, yeah. And um, and I think that I, I, I think that, you know, Bob knew that I loved the countdown. I believe he knew that I loved him. I believe he knew that, you know, I loved playing the hits and, and, you know, he knew that I had several countdowns that, that I had done, um, as well. Yeah. And so I, 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 I like to believe in my heart that he knew that I would give it my all till, till my last breath, until I'm allowed to do this. I, 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 well, I, I think I, that matters a huge amount, especially if you're somebody who cares as much as Bob did. Look, I remember Bob Kingsley forever in my broadcast career, that voice, the way he talked, you know, uh, uh, what he brought to country music. And by the way, he's a Texan too, as everybody knows. And, and I remember going to CRS a long time ago. And I was placed right next to him for dinner. And I thought to myself, man, what's this going to be like? You know, I wonder what he really talks like. And he starts talking and I just about fell out because it was just like the countdown. I was stunned. I, I don't know if I expected it to be totally different or what, but do you think? You know what? Bob was, I love that you said that because you're right. He was, he was just Bob and, and, and Ken Halford, Bob's producer, you know, told me, uh, you know, the secret was Bob just wanted to, to sit down with you, you know, on that Sunday morning and just sound like he was having a cup of coffee with you. And he did. And, 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 and he absolutely did. Um, you know, funny story regarding the state of Texas, you know, at one point, Bob never, you know, thought that he was ever going to leave Southern California. You right. know, that's where he was for, and, and he lit, he fell in love with cutting horses. And, mm -hmm. uh, there was, a. You know, a syndication opportunity and a syndication place that was studios that were near uh, uh, his, their their place where they were looking in Texas. So he he's like, let's go to Texas, and he ended up not really driving to the studios. He just built his studios, as you know, right there in Weatherford, Texas. Absolutely, and and look, 
you must think about him every time you do a countdown. Oh my God. Uh, I think about him every day. You know, I, I, and what I mean by that is I have so much gratitude and, and, and what's happening in my life. I, you know, I, I would say to Nan Kingsley all the time, I'm like, what, how, what can I do to, you know, repay you guys or any you know, this is a, a oh. huge role. And so my wife had twins recently and their names are Bowie and Bodie from my hometown of Bowie, Texas, Bowie and Bodie, oh. but Bowie Lee and Bodie Kingsley. Kingsley. So, Bodie Kingsley. Yeah. BK. Just, you know, just like Bob. So I named one of my kids after him. And I always, I think about that every day, especially that first time I, I recorded the very first show of the country top 40 in, in his studio, you know, it's uh, such hallowed ground and the whole idea, you know? So, right. so look, I, I know this is like, this is like the biggest question. I feel like you've been chomping at the bit to kind of to kind of put your paintbrush to it, you know, I, I always give people, I always take people off the hook. I'm like, look, nobody knows the future, but we do like to ask our guests for their perspective on the future, especially when it comes to radio. How do you see the future of radio brands, radio listening, radio listeners? I think that uh, as far as our radio brands go, um, I really think that, that several companies right now are, are really uh, realizing that uh, to have it to have a, a powerful brand on social media, you know, I think it really, really helps for the, you know, the brand of a radio station. But I could tell you back in the day, uh, you know, not many years ago, I would get in trouble for saying my personal Twitter or my personal Facebook name or my personal Instagram. I would get in trouble. Which is crazy, it but, is but but now uh, I really see uh, several several groups really embracing uh, letting letting their brands you know talk about their socials because it, it it it's only a win for everyone. So regarding brands, I really hope that that uh, the focus is going to be on personalities because you know um, there are so many music sources everywhere, and what's what's going to cut through and shine through are are the personalities period end of story you know it what i mean so the, the storytellers and and look in, in terms of you know you've had this talent which which honestly is a lot of things it it begins with the ideas it begins with the i have a lot to say but did you feel like in your broadcast career and maybe even now that you get good coaching or have gotten good coaching oh my god yes and you know what's crazy is um, sometimes you really don't realize the great coaching that you received <laughs> until sometimes years later. I've also had, um, you know, a couple of horrible coaches and, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I, look, I think everybody's had but, those experiences, right? But yeah, but it, um you know, I've had a couple of coaches who, who didn't even like, you know, the, the format. Uh, right. But going back to, to the coaches who really made a difference, you know, you know, whether it's Mike McCoy in, in Oklahoma City, literally mm -hmm. saying the words, Fitz, when in doubt, leave it out, edit and edit again. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. The five P's, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Ding, or, ding, ding. or the words of Dan Kiley. You know, in, in Dallas saying, 
consistency breeds content. Or Scott Mahalik saying, you know, success leaves clues. Uh, uh, being, being pretty, you know, what's he say? Be predictably unpredictable. You know, you, you, you hear the words from, from your, your coaches who've really made a difference in your life and you, 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 you hear them in your head, you know, and you really, uh, years later value the amazing coaching that you received, you know, well, and the, that last one about being predictably unpredictable. I think that is something that needs to be in radio all the time it's a it's a part of the magic if you will you know my gosh it has to it absolutely has to and and you know you asked where is radio going like i said the endless infrastructure of possibilities on where radio can go and we should embrace that term people don't know the word audio people know the word radio it is ingrained right. like i said every other uh, uh Audio companion, uh, they they know something that a lot of people don't. Let's let's embrace that word radio because, like I said, you know, uh, who knows what's going to happen with the frequency? But what we do know is is that there is so so many avenues of where we could listen to to brands. It's just how much money are we going to spend to promote it? You know, <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I mean, I, uh, how much? When are we going to start? Uh, you know, really, really promoting that app, letting them know, hey, you're you know. Your local morning show, your local brand is right here, just a fingertip away. You got a finger, you could find us. It's that simple. Well, and there's some magic work to do on those as well, I got to say. Listen, I, I do want to ask you this. Do, do you think about that kid who will be thinking about you voicing the countdown and want to meet you, want to be with you, want to learn from you, and want to be you? Do I think about that? Do I think about yeah, that future because, kid? I mean, look, yeah, because you're now Bob Kingsley, sort of. I know that that doesn't sound exactly right, but you know what I mean. You're that guy now. Right. And you know what? I And I feel like that's a great question. And I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I'm guarding that gate for Bob. And yeah, you know, down the road, uh, absolutely right. Hopefully when I'm, uh, you know, 80 years old, you know, like Bob, but, but. Yes, the hits will always continue. Uh, when, when I'm, you know, when I'm old and gone, uh, hopefully, you know, the most impactful countdown in country music and country music's longest running national countdown show should and will absolutely live on. You know, the, the hits will live on forever and, uh, and CT40 is not going anywhere. And I hope it remains the 40 songs. And there's a reason, you know, with, with 40 songs, so many people are leaving radio right now uh, because of, you know, the, the lack of new music discovery. They're going elsewhere to find new music. So I really embrace uh, what we're doing on the Country Top 40 as far as, uh, you know, new music, being able to play the, the, the 40 songs featuring some of those songwriters like Bob used to, to really give them that shot to work their way up the charts. Well, we have to say this. It's also your gate, not just Bob's gate. It's now your gate, too. You're right. You know, R.J. Curtis said that to me, and it was, uh, you're right. And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guard that gate, and and I'm going to protect that foundation that Bob built. You're right. Very good. And, and, Listen, and yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, keep that foundation strong. Uh, uh, you know, right? No leaks for for the next individual years down the road who comes along. Yeah. When you're 80, right? No way. When I'm when I'm freaking 80. <laughs> That's right. Let, look, <laughs> let's let's say. 
that somebody younger finds themselves listening to this as a podcast, what advice do you have for them in following in your footsteps? That's great. Um, I would say that with radio, there is an amazing future in it, but you must understand that the only permanent thing is change. That's so right. embrace, embrace that change and realize that there is an endless uh, opportunity. Uh, 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 and there are endless possibilities with infrastructure that will let you perform in front of an audience of, of whatever numbers you want to perform for. It's how much are you going to perform? And when you perform, are you going to post? Are you going to post on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok? You know, you, are you going to put in the effort? Because, you know, going back to BYOB, right? I, you know, build your own brand because some, you know, money could absolutely help build the brand, but sometimes it's that hard work that's going to have to build a brand along the way. You know what well, I mean? Even so, if you have money, okay? Even if you have right. money, even if you have the path, even if somebody gives you the platform, you know, it's always amazing. People often get caught up in the idea that people that they see are really, really successful. They think, wow, you know, they caught some really lucky breaks. And the truth is, they probably had as many or more impediments than you have. Right. No doubt about it. I mean, my God, you know, if we had another seven hours, I could, we, you know, maybe we could do it some other time as well. I, I, I'm really enjoying this. But, you know, you're right. There's definitely been some, some ups and downs as well. My, when I was a 23-year-old morning guy in Dallas, Texas with frosted tips, you know, highlights, and I was judging the <laughs> Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and, you know, making just a, an unbelievable amount of money for a 23-year-old kid in Dallas. You know, there's no right. doubt looking back now that I was definitely, you know, going the wrong way, way too fast. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and it really took some major resets in my life and a lot of, you know, even, even, you know, loss sometimes in life to, to really get focus and get that back. I mean, I could tell you about the nights sleeping in my 96 Eddie Bauer Bronco right in front of 99.5 The Wolf waiting to go in and do my airship. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and, and none of it will compare to like showing up on the doorstep. I'm sorry. That was a great story right there. Oh, th oh thank you for that. Yes. Absolutely. Well, yeah. listen, Corey, I, first, you're so nice, which is really interesting. You're like Bob in that way. So well, nice. thank you for saying that, you know, Bob yeah. was uh, very nice, right? Well, yeah, Bob was just different. And what I mean is he, he you know, I've heard stories about Bob. He'd be uh, sitting in the studio and, and he'd do a segment or maybe, a, you know, the, the old uh, listener request or something like that. And, and, you know, Bob would start tearing up, you know, everything I learned about Bob. Uh, and I really got to learn everything as well from his crew. Um he uh, he was just a, a gentle man with a with a tender heart. Um, and I think that that's why, you know what I mean? I think that's why maybe so much good came his way and fortune came his way in life. And what I mean is because he really was a great heart and he really treated, you know, everyone that he worked with for years with just, you know, love and, and, and kindness. And he was, you know. He was uh, just really special. So, you know, no, no pressure, right? <laughs> right. Look, 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 
but look, you're going to be good at this because people feel it when it's real. And that's really what this comes down to. Listen, I hope you're going to stick around for some potential questions from our audience. Does that sound fair to you? Oh, absolutely. All right. Did so you get my mom on? Is my mother on? Is that what this is about? We're not going to tell. <laughs> We're not going to tell. Listen, get more free resources to help your sellers with our encouraging sales success series insider blog, which is free at rainmakerpathway.com anytime. And of course, we are here to encourage radio pros at all levels. By the way, when you subscribe to the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast on Apple, Audible, Spotify, and almost anywhere you get your podcast, you'll get instant access to interviews with a wide variety of personalities in radio, including Cox Media's Rob Roberts, WTOP's Joel Oxley, Mike McVeigh, Erica Faber, also, also uh, Broadway Bill Lee out with us that episode is available along with morning show boot camp and uh, uh uh god so much more don anthony uh marcy weiser from klos in los angeles hawkeye from hawkeye in the morning at kscs in dallas Lori lewis at knix fred jacobs guys napoleon and many more if you want tips on how to get ahead these are the experts we do these interviews for you to encourage you in your career there are a couple of different ways if you are listening to this you can raise your hand there's a little mechanism to do that at the bottom of the screen here and ask a question we also have an im portal that people will deposit questions in and Corey, i've got one for you right now poughkeepsie uh, iowa you're on yes, with me. <laughs> that's right. Uh, what is your favorite morning show coaching that you have ever received? Oh, my God. My favorite morning show coaching. Yeah, that might be tough to say the favorite, right? <sighs> you know, uh, God, uh, yes. Uh, and I would love to think about that. But, you know, right off the top of my head. You know, I remember Scott uh, Mahalik told me a long time ago, he's like, you know, the goal of, you know, more, uh, you know, a, a morning show, he goes, you want to become the love mark of your community. You want to become the love mark in your community. Uh, and that kind of goes uh, uh, in line with what, uh, if you remember the old show, Jeff and Jer from, uh, you know, back in the day uh, yeah. from San Diego. Um, oh, but what was it that Jeff and Jer said? Uh let me think about it. I, I forgot my, my, my famous Jeff and Jer quote. I'll get back to it in just a moment. All right. But, um, oh, yeah, you want to be the show that saves the city, is what Jer said from Jeff and Jer. You want to be the show that saves the city. So, uh, you know, for example, around Christmas, you know, families that need help or if if something happened in your community and, if, and there was a, a horrible house fire, what are you going to do the next day on your show to make sure that that family has food and maybe a, you know, a place to live for the next week. You know, uh, there was a horrible mudslide up here, you know, in, in, in the great Northwest. Um, you know, what are you gonna do as a morning show to be that show to provide comfort and peace for that community? Be the show to save the city, you know, to, to bring comfort to your city or your community through, through a really bad time. So those are some right off the top of my head. Uh, well, here's a really interesting question. I don't know how you're going to react to this. <clears throat> how can I become the next host of CT40? Yes. <laughs> like I said right before. I, yeah. I love that. Who, they who asked know. that? Was how that, did they was, do it? Was that my little brother? Who was that? Oh, man. No. Um, listen, you, you can, if you, if you pound the pavement and work 
your butt off. And I always have a thing, you know, and, I, and I, I'll say it to this day, nobody's going to outwork me. And that was my philosophy th through all my life. You know, I, I was that guy who stayed at the gym, you know, till, till 2 a.m. shooting free throws for, for no reason, just because I was it, it was just. Uh, my God, it was it was just important Mastering. for me to. But but I was imagining someone else, you know, like my, my uh, you know, my competition down the road in Graham, Texas. What if the you know, the other post was uh, up shooting free throws as well? And what if he was still at the gym? And and so that was what was always going on in my mind. That's why I basically lived at the radio station. You know, I made my own sweepers. I did my own production, created my own segments. And and, and uh, you know, I I did it all. So if you want but to do fit. if you want to. If you want but to do Fitz, that, do that. You have too many ideas. Wait a minute. <laughs> Fitz, you just have too many ideas. What's going to happen? <laughs> right. Right. You're out of control. All right. That's right. Listen, this next question, the last question is, is directly for me. Are you ready? Boy, this is going to be tough. Are you available for morning show mentorship? Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I think that, uh, um, you know, and, and I always get asked that too, you know, do I want to go back and do it mornings again? And, um, you know what I love? I love the fact that I'm able to, uh, like send bits and stuff to some of my favorite morning shows across the oh, country or send them an idea or send them a phone topic or, or it's sort of like, you know, back in the day, Johnny Carson would occasionally send David Letterman, you know, one liner or something like that. So. So I so I absolutely love that. I love talking uh, to people about morning shows and, and creating segments for them. And, and uh, I love everything about it. Now you're going you're to make a lot of morning shows go talk to their program director about if they're not an affiliate getting signed up. <laughs> Let's do it. You know what? Just it, so they get the inside track, right? It's called, yes, my new service called uh, Fits Your Content. And we will make sure that you have massive double digit ratings and all demos. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're going to be great, right? That's right. You're going to win. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much. You know, we do try to keep this to about an hour. Uh, I do want to thank uh, you for joining us at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific for the radio rally every week. Remember, if you know somebody that you would like to hear as a guest on the radio rally, email me directly. It's easy. F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. We hope that you have a great week. And look, this is something that we like to say at Rainmaker Pathway. And by the way, we say it on the radio rally. And now I know that fits will say it, or he, he he's already said a version of it. Once you have a radio station, you can get anything else you want. If you don't know what I mean by that, please reach out. I'll be glad to share it with you. We want to thank our very special guest for this live event at podcast, Corey Fitz. Uh, you can hear him on the countdown every single weekend. He has been our very patient and giving guest for this event. Our very special thank you, uh, of course, to Joe Kelly for producing the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, which is available uh, very soon here. Uh, uh, anywhere you get your podcast at justjoeproductions.com for creating our audio footprint, distributing them. Please do share the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast with others that you know who are interested in growing their careers in radio and audio. Subscribe for free on Apple, Audible, Spotify, just about anywhere you get your podcast. Please remember this. If you don't remember anything else from today, be kinder than you have to be. Thank you for being a part of the Radio Rally with the Encouragers, and good night.
and